0: Welcome to Where Medicine Meets Ministry. Dr. Cherie Talks Faith and Facts, a podcast that explores the relationship between faith and facts and its divine impact on the coexistence of mind, body, and spirit. Here's Dr. Cherie, a medical doctor, best selling author, international professional speaker, a breast cancer survivor, and the queen of how to let go and live today and every day. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Where Medicine Meets Ministry, Dr. Cherie Talks Faith and Facts. Um, You know, in this strange time that we're in now with COVID-19, I would be remiss in trying to talk about anything other. Uh, than what we are dealing with right now. Uh, As you guys know, in tuning into the show, one of the main premises of the show is to get down to the nitty-gritty of uh, how we address this coexistence of medicine and ministry, and what is its impact on this divine relationship between mind, body, and spirit. And so for this first episode, I'd like to, to talk about uh, this question that seems to be running around everywhere on the internet, uh, in social media, in, in print, uh, especially amongst faith-based uh, organizations, this question of, is the coronavirus from God? Um, you know, it's a, a, a cringe worthy question, uh, but people, whether they are of faith or not, they tend to explore these types of queries when disaster strikes um, and when the world is in an upheaval. Um, and, and I think, you know, those of you that uh, were adults uh, during uh, the uh, late. Uh, 80s, early 90s, when we heard of AIDS, oh my God, that was the whole question. Oh, God sent AIDS, uh, AIDS is of God, it's from God. Um, we heard the same thing um, with the swine flu, which later was uh, termed H1N1. Um, but you know, it's, it's during these times of disaster and upheaval that people tend to pose these questions. And um, their questions are not uh, I don't think it's wrong to pose the question, uh, but I think it's very important in how you choose to answer it, especially with individuals who are uh, listening to you, who value your opinion, who value your thought. Uh, it's extremely important in how you reply because uh, people are watching how we live. Uh, whether we like it or not. And and our lives have an influence on them. Uh, We are all, I'm sure, role models to different individuals in our lives in some shape, form, or fashion. And so when individuals come to you, uh, especially those who consider you to be uh, spiritually mature, it's very important how you answer that individual. So in answer to the question, is the coronavirus uh, from God? I think in a nutshell, it's a yes and a no. Um, because when we examine the Bible, uh, there has been brokenness in the world um, that, has existence, had, that has existed uh, since ancient times. You know, when uh, mankind fell uh, from grace um, with Adam and Eve uh, in the Garden of Eden, uh, bad stuff entered the world. And uh, that bad stuff includes disease, death, destruction, murder, and a whole other list of sins. Um, But God remains sovereign. Um, He always remains in control. And and although his greatest priority is our welfare, disasters are going to happen because we live in a sinful world. We were all born into sin. Uh, So to expect that you would be born into an environment and born of an environment that is sinful, and we know that the wages of sin is death, and that is not just a physical death, but also refers to a spiritual death. If we know this, how can we then expect that bad things won't happen? whether they're little small things, or whether they're big things that kind of shut the world down by COVID-19. Um, but you know, Jesus actually addressed this in the Bible. Uh, and it was in the Gospel of Luke um, about whether or not disasters are God's judgment. And Jesus uses the example of, uh, of a tower that had fallen and killed several people. And the question was, he asked, uh, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? And his reply was, no, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So Jesus is telling us that whether people die in a disaster uh, or not, that does not mean uh, that God is judging them. So the individuals that die as a result um, of complications of COVID-19, uh, that does not mean that God was judging them. Uh, what he's actually trying to do is to show that they're no worse off than anybody else because we're all going to perish. Um, and uh, if we don't repent, there will be a spiritual perishing, if you will, because that perish is from both a natural and a spiritual perspective. And so the real question is, um, well, what what is God trying to do when these things happen? Um, And God is trying to get your attention. He's trying to get our attention. And so the real question uh, is not, is this God's judgment? But rather, it should be is God to whom I look to and trust in when bad things happen. So this period of time has caused uh, us to slow down. It is, has caused us to reflect on what's important. It's caused us to reflect on where does my help really come? Uh, from whom can I truly uh, rely on and trust in, uh, and so I say to everyone at the sound of my voice don't worry uh, don't be afraid, but you must pray. Uh, there are hundreds of times in the Bible uh, when God tells his people not to worry, uh, uh, He tells them to stop their fears, uh, to be brave and to be courageous, um, and you know when everyone uh, when everyone else is is running uh, for cover. We as saints of God can confidently choose to follow God right into the fire. Um, and there's a there's a song, uh, the Hall of Fame, um, and there's a, a line that says, um, "You can uh, go through hell with a smile." Uh, but that's only possible. And you can only go through this fire and walk into that fire. You, you can't do that alone. You will burn up. You will burn yourself alive. But with God, you can follow him right into the fire. Uh, you can walk straight through hell with a smile, like that's uh, that line in that song in the Hall of Fame. Um, Jesus told his followers uh, not to worry about tomorrow, but to focus their energy uh On the problems of today, and so where are you putting your focus today while you are shelter in place you're self quarantined uh you are abiding by the curfews? Where are you putting your mental energy uh today and do you currently do you currently have coronavirus? Probably not. Uh, do you know anyone with coronavirus? Maybe I know I did, um, and uh, the I, I had it both ways. Uh, I knew some individuals that were diagnosed; they had mild symptoms and they recovered without incident. Uh, I received news on yesterday uh, that a, a close associate. Uh, who has been fighting and working in this uh, this battle against lymphedema, like myself, uh, died from complications from COVID-19. Uh, she was 55. Uh, she had lupus, uh, so her immune system was compromised, and she just could not... Um, mount a strong enough immunity response uh, to fight uh, against the uh, symptomatology of COVID-19. And so I know individuals who have been at the mild symptoms and and I know uh, personally an individual and I know of other individuals uh, who have died uh, as a result. But here is your opportunity to choose not to engage in fear. Uh, instead, choose to worship, uh, take this opportunity of this uh, they're using the term term socially distant uh, social distancing, but socially, I think we still have uh, interaction uh, because of the social media and the advancements of technology. But during this time of physical distancing, if you will, uh, and self quarantine, uh, to use this time to give time attention, and gratitude back to God. Even in the midst of your financial struggles right now, I know that many of you are furloughed, furloughed, and you are um, having difficulty uh, making ends meet, Uh, and it will take you a while um, to to financially get back on track. Uh, But don't live there, don't stay there. Because with the help of God and and with your trust in Him, releasing that faith and demonstrating that faith while doing everything you can. Apply for unemployment. If you have a small business, apply for a small business loan. Doing the things that you can do to mitigate your loss. Yes, definitely, faith without works is dead. So do that work to to do do everything that you can to mitigate your loss. Uh, but while you're doing everything to mitigate your loss, don't get caught up in that fear, and don't lose trust, and don't lose sight of the God who created you, who brought you here, uh, who's who has your ultimate welfare at the forefront uh, of of what He wants to do for you. And so I know that COVID nineteen um, is the latest scourge to to hit humanity Um, but there is a is a pretty good chance that this will not be our last Um, and uh, medical scientists have said uh, have in the past um, and will now uh, use their God-given brains to, to help figure out a solution and we should be thankful to God about that. We have made advances um, in medicine such that uh, we we will not see the numbers uh, that we saw from uh, smallpox uh, in the past. Uh, so be grateful you're not living in a time where uh, the resources to develop a cure and to come up uh, with a way to stay this pandemic as much as possible. Be grateful that you're not living in a time where you those individuals I'm sure felt a true sense of hopelessness and loss. This feels very strange for us because we haven't been here before. This is a new Place for us. This is different than the H1N1. H1N1 was primarily affecting individuals 25 and under, uh, and, and this one now is affecting the older uh, population. And uh, certainly, uh, the the whole idea of self quarantine and and this physical distancing um, was um, very. Uh, different, and a different approach was taken uh, back with H1N1, but we got through it, and so this too shall pass. It shall pass, but I want you to use this opportunity and this time uh, to really evaluate where your trust lies and in whom you trust, and be sure to be grateful that um, God has made provisions uh, and trust that he's going to make a away for you. Uh, And so I'm going to end uh, this first episode uh, with a prayer, and um, I want you to take it to heart. Uh, Dear God, being alone is hard, uh, and we were created for community not confinement, but we are so very grateful that no matter how alone we may feel, you will never leave and you will never forsake us. And we're so very grateful for technology that helps us to stay in touch with each other. And so today, God, I pray that please remind us that during this time of social distancing and isolation, let it not last forever. We know, remind us, remind us that this will not last forever. Forever. Give us that assurance that this will not last forever. Give us the strength to endure this t- difficult season and deepen our connection with you and with your people. Empower us with an extra dose of your love, your peace, your hope, and your joy because we need it. Remind us of your promises and please heal our land in your most precious son, Jesus' name. And for those of you who don't call on the name of Jesus, who simply call on the name of God, Yahweh, in God's name, because we serve the same God. In God's name I pray, amen. Be encouraged. Stay strong. Remember to live today and every day. Day. you've reached the end of another episode of where medicine meets ministry dr. Cherie talks faith and facts be sure to visit medicine meets ministry podcast.com to join the conversation and to view the show notes for this episode and follow us on facebook at where medicine meets ministry and on twitter at med men That's M-E-D meets M-I-N. If you love the Where Medicine Meets Ministry podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. And to connect with Dr. Cherie, go to drcheriemd.com. Until next time.